Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And you're very welcome along to this week's episode of the Rocky Road Rewind. I'm your host, Simon Maguire, stepping in for Kevin Byrne, who's off on paternity leave. And I'd like to wish himself, his wife, Emma, and their new baby girl, Rose, all the very best as they begin their lives together. Anyway, back to the important stuff. I'm delighted to say I'm joined today by a former U.S. Olympian and lightweight champion. David Diaz stunned many in the American boxing community when he upset the heavily favored Zab Judah to take uh, a spot at the Atlanta Olympics in 1996. He turned pro shortly after the Games and went on to have a stellar 15-year career, mixing it with the likes of Eric Morales, Manny Pacquiao, Jesus Chavez, and Humberto Soto. He retired in 2012 with a record of 36-4-1, saying, I'm done with the sport, I love the sport, but I would be doing it an injustice if I kept fighting. My heart isn't in it anymore. I could have taken fights for money, but it's not about that. It's about giving a good fight and have some dignity doing it. David Diaz, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for having me. How are you, how are you getting on these days? Oh, not bad. I can't complain. I'm still working. Um, I, uh, I, I do real estate, um, you know, and I have uh, two boys that play baseball, so I'm entertained with them. And uh, Unfortunately, no boxing. I'm staying away from it right now, so maybe later on down the road, who knows, I'll be able to uh, go back into uh, coaching or something of that matter. And that's, that's definitely something that would interest you to go back into some coaching. You still have the love for the sport, yeah? Yeah, yeah. To teach it and to be around it, I, I do, honestly. But right now, at this time and moment in my life, um, I wouldn't have time and I wouldn't be dedicating all the time that's needed to help develop uh, fighters. So it's, it's, it's better that I focus on what I need to do now than to try to do something for somebody when they can. How did you get into real estate? How I got into real estate uh, with my wife. My wife actually is a real estate uh, uh, broker. She's a managing broker. She's been in the business for about 15 years. And um, after I retired, um, I was, uh, I think she was jealous uh, because uh, I was at the house just doing nothing and relaxing and, and doing all that stuff. So she kind of said, hey, you need to do something. So get your real estate license and let's go to work. And I did it. And I, to be honest with you, it's been, it's been good. I can't complain. And uh, we're just uh, working hard at it. I have to say, I love your Instagram handle, uh, Realtor Who Fights For You. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to lie again. There she goes. Uh, she, she was, uh, she's the one that uh, came up with that name and uh, helped me out a lot with it. And, um, you know, I, I, to be honest, I got a great wife. Yeah. Yeah, well, behind every great man, as they say. <laughs> yes, you know it, exactly. And anyway, so we, we go back to your early career. So you build up um, a very impressive record. Um, you get to about 26-0. Well, not, not to about, you get to 26-0. and 0. 
before you yeah. lose before you lose to Kendall Holt. You were bound four yes. months later to get back to get back on the road to the world title. I mean, what were your thoughts early on in your pro career? Was it a goal? What was the goal in the sport? Was it to get a world title, multiple world titles, fight legends? What, what were you thinking? So to be honest with you, the first first two years of, of my professional career, um, I actually ended up signing with a, a managers out in uh, Miami, Florida. So I uprooted from Chicago to go to Florida. And to be honest, um, I, I took it serious the first three months <laughs> of my professional boxing career because, you know, you go in there with the mentality, hey, I'm, I'm away from home. I, I got to. I got to focus and, and do right so the people are proud of me and, and stuff like that. But then I started realizing I was living by myself. So this is a 20-year-old, 21-year-old uh, in Miami Beach by himself with nobody to tell him anything. You know, it started getting away from me and started losing focus. So I decided to come back home and, and just do get that partying system uh, out of me. And we did. We ended up doing it for about two years. Uh, where we didn't box. So my first two years, I boxed, and I think I went like 10-0 and 0 or something like that. And then for the next two years, I didn't fight. I got out of the boxing game. I was just going to retire. I technically retired. And then I met my wife, and she encouraged me to get back into boxing because she said, you're good at it. Just look at what you accomplished. Get back to work. And, and we did, and a lot of great things happened after that. So today's episode uh, is called Fighting Legends, and you're one of two people who have fought both Eric Morales and Manny Pacquiao. Can you name the other one? Uh, Murdo Soto? <laughs> Marco Antonio Barrera. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I had to, ch- I had to, I had to triple check that. I was sure more people had fought the two of them, but no, just, just yourself and himself. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's something special, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I had to triple check it out, but then it's kind of easy because Pacquiao obviously fights a lot of his early career in the Philippines before he comes across. So, right. Um, I thought to be maybe Marquez or somebody, but no, no. Yeah, but, yeah. So anyway, we go back uh, to um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we go back to August two thousand and seven, and the Bo- the Bourne Ultimatum is top of the U.S. box office ahead of Rush Hour Three and Superbad. Uh, NASA have just launched the Phoenix spaceship. And the hashtag has just been invented and is first used in a tweet by U.S. product designer Chris Messina. And on the 4th of August, David Diaz faces a legend of the sport in Eric Morales. Tell us, how did that fight come about? Well, that that fight came about uh, because I I was the interim champion. Um, I ended up fighting for my first world title uh, as an interim for the WBC uh, against Jose Armando Santa Cruz. And he had the belt because I think Casamayor at the time was not was the uh, actual champion. And I don't know what happened with his side of the story or where he was at or he wanted to fight or he wanted to fight somebody. But I can't recall who. So Jose Armando Santa Cruz was the interim champion at that time. And we got a we got a an offer. I was actually the funny thing is that we were actually with um, my friend Larry. Uh, my wife and his wife, and we were actually vacationing in uh, Florida uh, when I got the call. And we, you know, we were in Florida back to where I used to party. So we were we were drinking, drinking under the, in the pool and everything. And then um, 
I get the call and they're like, hey, they want you to fight in the next two months uh, against Armando Santa Cruz for the interim championship. And when I received the call, everybody saw my face, my wife, my, my, my friend, and we were drinking. And I was, I'm not going to lie. We were a little, a little bit buzzed. <laughs> and um, I just hung up the phone and I said, guys, I got to stop drinking. <laughs> and we ended up, uh, I ended up telling them about that we were going to get the fight. And they're like, yeah, and the next three days, sober, sober rover. <laughs> So, and it was an interesting uh, uh, night. But then we ended up fighting Jose Armando Santa Cruz and we ended up uh, knocking him out in the ninth round, I believe it was, and we were losing in the scorecards. And that uh, was able to get me a shot at Morales because then later on, he wanted to fight for the his fourth title. Um, and we ended up doing it in Chicago, to be honest with you, um, of all places, which was, for me, um, the best moment in my boxing career, um, because of the place, obviously where we fought, it was in Chicago home, you know, it, it's hometown. And when I was an amateur in my first golden glove tournament, I fought at the Rosemont horizon, which is now the Allstate arena. And it was just so awesome how it turned out to be that way. Uh, at least for me. You know, it, it was a great feeling to to fight in front of the hometown and and to be getting a, a victory. And um, was it a close fight? Yes, of course. Was it the the uh, Morales of old, the 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 young hungry? No, but we all know things like this happen. You know, the 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 old go out and the new come in, and it's it it was a, a good fight, and we did what we had to do to win. And I'll just. Like I was going to say, how excited were you going into fight a Mexican legend? And as as you're sitting here behind me, you have a Mexican flag behind you. <laughs> so, yeah. did, did you feel um, going into the fight that if you got a win against Morales, it would really kind of validate your career or validate the title you held? I, I thought I, I thought it would. Yeah, of course. I mean, this is a guy who has been through many wars and has been a uh, champion uh, three times. So, yes, of course it. it that's what I felt that it, it should have done. It, you know, validate me as a world champion. And we were fighting for uh, the 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 full uh, title because again, uh, it had something to do with uh, Casamayor, and I was interim, and we had to fight for that title. Yeah, I mean, just looking back at the fight, it, like it kind of starts off as every fan hopes. You now two lads going for it, and then you land a huge left hook with about twenty five seconds left of the first round. And then you go in for the kill and you get clipped and go down. I mean, what, yes. were you, what were you thinking when you go back to your corner at the end of the first? I was like, oh, shit, what happened? <laughs> I was like, wow, hey. Uh, but I was I was good. It was a flash knockdown. And I was like, okay, it it, it, it got me. So we got, it, it, it got me stunned where I came back and I was like, all right, what? we still got to go in for war now because now we're behind. And I, I knocked down, I figured I was down by two rounds. So um, we got to go back at it and, and go chase him and, and put everything I can on him. Yeah, no, I, I felt actually watch it because I watched it again earlier on and um, I thought it was a 10-9. I thought you won the first round, but obviously with the knockdown, it goes to Morales. And they, they said it in commentary as well that it was a 10-9 because you were just throwing punches from everywhere. But then in the second round, um, Morales goes down, but it's judged a slip. I, I thought you hit him and then he tripped over, but yeah. I, I, thought, I, I thought you hit him. 
Um, hey, I thought I punched him. If he tripped on my foot or whatever, it, that's on him. But I punched him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, so he goes down. But it, it, I, I got the feeling, like, how much were you enjoying yourself then? Like, you were, you were back. Yeah, yeah, of course. You, and that's why you try to say, okay, we nullified his knockdown on me because now we both have one. So now it's time to to step it up and keep on going forward. We're going in the the right uh, direction, momentum and. And and my feeling, my my enthusiasm, my my punches. I wasn't even tired, so I was like, um, "I'm gonna get on him. I'm gonna get on him." But okay. I could never get another clean, clean, clean one. At one point, she nearly punched the cameraman off the ring in the third. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> if you watch it again, Morales is against the ropes, and he kind of push. He he misses. He kind of slips it a bit, and it kind of bounces off his shoulder. And, you, and there's a camera on nearly flies off the side of the ring. Oh man. No. I, I didn't. I, I I didn't see that. I, I don't remember that. Oh uh, yeah, and then they they start commenting that the the ropes are a bit the ropes are a bit loose, and that might have been why Eric huh? <laughs> Eric was able to get out the way. <laughs> yeah, and then at the start of the fourth round, the commentator goes, uh, "The clinches aren't necessary." <laughs> there hadn't been a single oh. clinch at this stage. Was it your plan to wear Morales down from the first bell and keep him moving? Yes, just to keep on. Just to keep the pressure on. I'm a, I always have been a pressure fighter. That's been my style. I've never been the one that were, um, I'm a technical fighter and I'm going to start doing jabs, move around and box and stuff. I, I've never been that fighter, um, that type of fighter. So I knew that by me pressuring him and, and taking the fight to him, I was either going to make him quit or I was going to land the punch that was going to hurt him. That was my, my mentality going into the fight. Um, if I could get him into the later rounds, I know he'll be tired. And we'll be able to we'll stop him or or knock him out. Yeah, and but like even like it, it, for the first few rounds, it was the Morales of old. I mean, by by the sixth round, you had a swelling under your right eye. Uh, did that yes. did that affect you at all, or did you? I mean, we could see it. Obviously, you couldn't see it. But. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I I could see perfect. I I seen it all right. Yeah, later on in the it started swelling up even more, but I I was okay. I I, I didn't. I could see him that I. I I seen the punches. Yeah, I wasn't moving from them, but I seen them coming. But um, I've always been that type of fighter where I just go forward and and unfortunately I receive some some punches and it's just type of my uh, the type of fight I had. And then I suppose it was about the sixth or seventh rounds where Morales actually starts to visibly tire. Now, did you notice that at the time or? Yes, yes, we noticed that because uh, the corner kept on telling me, hey man, he's tired, he's ready to go. So that's what kept me pushing forward so I could get in in um and in in with him and and, and try to stop him. My mistake was that I was too over aggressive. If I would have took a little bit more time, maybe that would have happened. You know, if I wouldn't been so much on 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 top of him and trying to smother my punches, maybe I would have stopped him. But I was so so much energy, so much uh, um, the pressure that I wanted to put on him so he could just fold um, clouded my judgment. But we ended up getting the win. So I guess it, it, it panned out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, like, he, he never gave up. Um, yeah. Mor you said earlier, Morales himself was going for history, being the first Mexican fighter to win a title in four different weight classes. Uh, and 
it, it was noticeable then that down the stretch it, it did start to dominate and I think it was a unanimous it was sorry it was a unanimous decision on all three cards and ESPN yeah. had it as well by, by a point for you 114-130 right yeah and that's what like a lot of people say oh no it's not unanimous but the, a lot of people don't understand the scoring system right doesn't mean that I, I blew him out it just means that I won by I, from each judge that I won by one point and that's why they call it unanimous. A lot of people say, oh, they're like, you didn't win unanimous. I'm like, right, I did not win unanimous, but I won on each judge. So that makes it unanimous. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think you even said, I don't have the quote here, but I read it earlier that you had said you had to win the last round. If, if Morales had won the last round, yeah. we could be talking about a different scorecard completely. Yes, yes, exactly. Or a different yep. results, definitely a different scorecard. <laughs> definitely, 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 yes. The, the 12th round, I, it was in... You know, either he's going to knock me out or or I'm going to win or knock him out. I was like, it's just go and see what happens. And yeah. so after the fight, um, Morales announces his intention to retire. Um, but did yeah. you ever think, did you think, was a rematch ever possible or was it he's retired, they're going to move on? No, um, there was never talk about a rematch, no. Or, or anything like that in the contract that if, he lost. I mean, that if uh, he won, I would get a rematch, or if I won, they, he would get. Re- there was no talks or nothing like that. Uh, he just uh, decided to retire, and that's how it was. That's a very kind of Irish thing. If, I, if there's a close fight, we want an immediate rematch, or there's war. You know, <laughs> it, just, it doesn't happen like <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no. Over here, I mean, I, I don't know. We we didn't think nothing of it. Uh, for us, it was more of a we win and we move on. Yeah. We win and we move on, and, and and we move from there. Yeah, I don't think if you were to rematch, he, he had far more to gain from a rematch than you did. Um, right, exactly. Yes, he did. So then you go on and you beat uh, Ramon Montano in March 2008 before facing Manny Pacquiao the following June. And what did you think of Pacquiao going into that fight? I mean, he's coming off a run of beating Hector Velasquez, Eric Morales twice, Oscar Larius, and Barrera. Were you thinking, yeah. uh, I'm going to have a tough fight here? No, man, I, I, like I tell everybody, if a fighter goes into a fight thinking that he's going to get outclassed, out, 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 out punched or just lose, then why is he even fighting? <laughs> you know, um, I honestly felt that I was going to beat Manny Pacquiao. I, I felt that I was going to be stronger, heavier than him, um, punch harder than him. and. I didn't, I didn't think his speed was going to be that much of a factor into the fight, you know, um, because I, I, that, that's just how I felt. I, I felt that I could, I could really beat him, but obviously in the fight, it was, it was totally different. And, you know, the man's speed was incredible. And after the first or second round, um, uh, my coaches are like, Hey, are the punches hurting you? I'm like, no, nah, they don't hurt, but there's just too many of them. Yeah. Just too many. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't like uh, evade any punch or, or block or anything like that. Cause if I was blocking one, it's cause I already got hit there. So I figured, hey, I'm, I'm he's going to hit me again. I blocked that and he's hitting me on the other side. So it's, it's one of those things where um, afterwards I admit defeat, obviously, because he really beat me up. And, and, and when he knocked me out, um, uh, it, it was a punch that I didn't see coming, and and those are the ones that get you, and that one got me. So um, it's what it was. 
I'm, I mean, this is true. I mean, the one you don't, the one you don't see coming always hits you the hardest. Right? Not yeah. just in life in general, not just in boxing. Exactly, but, um, sir. I suppose just I just go back to the very start of that fight. You almost get the same fight again. A legend coming at you wouldn't stand toe to toe. And what was the game plan? Was it was it to, to punish him at the body? Was it to just to smother him again? But smother him again, uh, bite him, uh, take it to him. Don't give him it, especially him. Don't give him any breathing room. Um, because obviously he, we, we know he's fast and he needs movement to uh, separation in order for him to let his punches go. So that that for me was the way to do it. Now, um, there was when I would get close enough to him, then he would hug and he'd be like, break, break, break. And I'd be like, all right, cool. So it was like a mental thing that he he got me to as well. So it's just that he was a, a great boxer, great fighter, and, and speed is what definitely killed me, man. I mean, I can't, I can't defend against it. You know, say, hey, man, you know, he did this. If he wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't have, uh, I would have been able to win. But he did everything that he did to, to, to beat me. And, and he ended up doing it. Yeah, I, mean, I was just going to say, I mean, the second round was brilliant. The crowd have almost got their money's worth already. And it's only six minutes in. Uh, it was a yeah. very, it was a very pro money crowd. Did that bother you at all? Not at all, man. Not at all. Uh, not at all. Um, like I had said in 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 in, in uh, previous interviews and all this, they're like, "Oh, there's gonna be a lot of Manny Pacquiao fans." I'm like, I'm like, I don't care. You know, that doesn't fade me because all I need is the people that were with me at the time, my family, my friends who came, and like I told them, I was like, "We'll go to war with all of them, with all the people, just my family, my close friends." We'll go to war with all of them, and, and, and we're not afraid of nobody. So you can have a million Manny Pacquiao fans there. I wouldn't care. This is it. They, they, can't throw, I, they can't throw the punches for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly my point. You know, so I, I didn't care about that. And I always fought against hostile people before the crowds and stuff like that. So it didn't, it didn't, it didn't affect me at all. And I suppose it, it, the other thing I was going to ask, how difficult was it to prepare for a fellow left, uh, fellow Southpaw? But you have to remember, it was also um, early on in the process of Pacquiao kind of moving on from a fighter who relied solely on his power left hand to Freddie Roach working on his right hooks and right body shots and right power shots. Was he better technically than you thought? He- yes, 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 yes. Better technically, again, speed and 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 all of that. And um, he just outboxed the shit out of me with a bunch of punches and 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 really did uh, a, a number, uh, you know. And and my 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 defense for it or, or my counter attack wasn't good enough, um, or I wasn't smart enough at that time to to think about it. Obviously, now that that I have time, that that I realize of what things I should have done, um, maybe would have made a different outcome. But I. I went in with that fight, um, saying I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna prove that um, this Mexican American can 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 beat him, and I'm gonna go war to war with him, and and he's not gonna be able to withstand it. So I went with it, uh, attacking the wrong mentality of attack attack. Should have been more of a defense attack, defense attack. But you know, yeah, with, hind- it, with hindsight, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now we we can look at it in every direction. <laughs> 
And just uh, just by the fifth round, then your your eye, your right eye is bleeding very heavily. Do you yeah. think that maybe because that was the same eye that um, was damaged in the Morales fight? Was there any scar tissue or left over from that? Do you think it opened up? I've always I've always bled from this side, from the right side. Um, obviously, it's my face on on the, the way I stand in boxing and stuff like that. Um, no, it's it's just been I, I've always. I'm an easy bleeder. I, I get punched and I, I cut up quick and I swell up. So it, it was just part of the process of that, that fight that he ended up hitting me real good there. And it's part of it. I did end up afterwards uh, um, with uh, a vein that's, that's twisted because of so many punches to that eye that um, now I see double. <laughs> Right. And has that, has that affected you in life at all or is it something you've dealt with now? Nah, not at all. Not at all. I mean, um, it's a very slight um, double vision, but I have glasses for it and I, I still do my work. I'm, I'm okay. Good. So it's just, um, that's good. That's good to hear because uh, you hear it. We, we, yeah. we actually had um, John Joe Finnegan. He, he fought for an Irish title. Uh, he was on our show this week, actually. But after a fight in 2012, he had a bleed on the brain and he went unconscious in the ring and he was rushed to hospital. But he recovered from that and he's fine now. So it was great. It's, it's always good to God hear bless fighters coming out the other side of things, you know, especially horrific injuries like that. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, that, that that's how it is. And that's one of the reasons why um, we ended up retiring. But we'll get to that part in a little bit. <laughs> we will. I'm sure. We're, we're in the sixth round now and Jim Lampley says, there's no way Diaz is willing to quit. He'll go out on his shield. And he's kind of listening. Yeah. He, then he starts listening off. Well, the ref could stop it. The corner could stop it. Or the doctor yeah. could stop it. Like you, you definitely wouldn't, or, or Manny will stop it. You, but you wouldn't go, you wouldn't yeah. stop it. Nah. And I told the, I told my corner, um, you can't stop the fight beforehand. Um, I'd rather go out on my shield. Like, like, like they say, and never would, uh, quit. Um, I have to give it my all because then, I'll blame people if they stop it. If other, other people stop it other than me getting out, I'm going to blame them. It's your fault, you know? So I I, I took that responsibility. I, t- I took it off their hands and I told them, no, this is me. Don't stop the fight at all. Don't stop it. And then it, it comes to an end uh, in the ninth round. Manny lands a, a left and you go down. The commentators now were fairly critical that the fight had gone on too long. Um, looking back at it now, do, do you think it should have been stopped earlier? No, hell no. It got stopped when it got stopped. <laughs> it got stopped when it got stopped. No. I, I'm i telling you, man. I'm telling you, the punches did not hurt. The punches did not hurt. They didn't hurt. They didn't hurt. But the, the one that got me is, like I said, it's, I, I didn't see it coming. If I would have seen it, I think I would have been able to, uh, to absorb it or, or yeah, maybe get stunned a little. But I didn't see it, and, and it took me out. Um, it dropped me. And now I got stopped at the right time. <laughs> Perfect. I got stopped at the right time. I can't, I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, it, it, you always want to give the fighter a chance, right? Now, now, if I was wobbling all over the place and, 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 and bouncing from corner to corner, yeah, stop it, obviously. But I don't think I was... I ever got wobbled prior to getting knocked out. Yeah. yeah. I didn't feel like that. 
I didn't feel like I got wobbled at all. I never got stunned, never got an account. I, I didn't feel that one. It just landed, boom, and it, it was what it was. No, that's a fair point because I, I did watch it and it was it was kind of hard to watch the last um, two or three rounds because you were you were getting tagged mm. a lot, but you weren't. There was no wobble. The, the feet were still yeah. there. The feet were. It was more kind yeah. of. Like, I, I do. I do think the commentators were like somebody needs to do this for his own good, as opposed to. Uh, we're not going to get three yeah, more well, rounds. They, they were starting to become sensitive people. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Now it's everybody's. You know, uh, we're in the we're in the hurt business because we loved it. You know, it's not because. They made us do it, right? Um, if you're in the hurt business for 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 um, getting saved, then this is the wrong business, man. It's the wrong business. You're in the wrong business. I, I couldn't have put it any better than that myself. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is, man. So then after that, you, you take a year off um, before coming back, and you go two and two before calling it a day. Uh, when you yeah. reflect, when you reflect on your career, how proud are how proud are you now of it? Now I'm super proud. Before I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, but now I, I, I look back as you get older, you get wiser, right? <laughs> um, you start, I start looking back and I start seeing all the things that I've done in, in the sport of boxing. Um, considering where I came from, I, I, I am, I am very pleased with myself. I'm happy. I'm in, I'm in the books. I'm in the history books and I'll be there forever. Um, as long as man continues to write. And you guys continue to report and uh, boxing analysts uh, and, and people start talking. I, I, I will be mentioned, even if I am a footstone for Manny Pacquiao, I will be mentioned because I also was an Olympian. Um, I also won three times National Gold Glove champion. So I did a lot in the sport of boxing that I'm very proud of now that at the time. Um, Okay, I'm I'm still chasing the the next level. I'm still chasing the next level. So I wasn't able to appreciate at the time what I was. I wasn't able to appreciate the Olympian because I wanted to get a medal. I didn't get a medal, but after being an Olympian, I, I, I started chasing professional, which I wanted to become a world champion, and didn't appreciate uh, the fights because I wanted to become a world champion. When I became a world champion, I was like, I didn't appreciate that because I wanted to maintain. The championship. So, but now that I retired and I look back uh, of the accomplishments I've done, um, I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty happy of the way it turned, uh, things turned out. Um, all the sacrifices, all, all the sweat and tears and, and, and losing weight and um, running at night, running in the morning. And it was worth it. It was worth it. Uh, uh, worth it. Oh, you definitely strike strike me as somebody who's very content. Even even when we were speaking before we started recording off air, you you, you seem happy in life, and you were just dropping your kid off to a, a, a an amusement park, which is the size of Dublin by the looks of it. <laughs> I had a quick, yeah. I had a quick Google on it. There's about seventeen different roller coasters on it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so they the yeah we dropped them off. The, the actually dropped them off. A friend of um. A friend of theirs, their uncle, I, which I know, called me up. He's like, hey, if you want, I'll take him. I'm like, oh, man, you saved my life. Yes, definitely. Come out here and take him. So I dropped him off and he took him. So, and I wonder you're so happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just uh, finally, or I've got two more questions here for you. Is there any fighter uh, you would have loved to have fought? Or who, who's the one that got away for whatever reason? 
Who's the one that got away? Um, man. At, oh, 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 oh. At the time, at the time I was champion. Uh, not that he got away. It's just I think it would have been a cool way of, uh, of promoting. Would have been like Juan Diaz because he's from Texas. And then um, there was this other champion at the time. Um, uh, I think it was Julio, Julio Diaz from California. So I think that would have been a cool, like, thing. You know, the Diaz is fight. And then we were all lightweight champions at one point, you know? So I think that that would have been, like, a, a, a nice, a nice, um, a nice fight or to try to fight. There. I mean, at, at that time, I think it would have been, it, it would have been nice. I was, thinking, I, 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 I was thinking about asking that question. I was wondering who you were going to say. I was, I was thinking you might have said Michael Katsidis. Oh well, Mike. Well, see, Mike, Mike at that time, then Mike, Mike was not champion anymore, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's that's why. I, I was just that's thinking from a fan's say, point of view now, not because <laughs> that would have been a war. That would have been an awesome fight. I, I honestly feel that that would have been an awesome fight. Um, but he was not champion, so that's why it wasn't. I wanted to fight Michael. I wanted to fight uh, uh, Ricky Hatton. You know, oh, I wanted fight. to fight. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to fight Ricky Hatton, Michael Katsidis, but Michael wasn't champion anymore at that time. So it kind of like, because I was champion, it defeated the purpose. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So then, so then that's why it wasn't, but well, I was champion. I think Juan Diaz was champion and, and Julio Diaz was champion a little bit. And, um, that's why I think it would have been, it, it would have been good. I had gotten an offer to fight Hatton, but I was a, like a standby. So uh, I was like, ah, forget it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, that's fair enough. And um, I just saw recently you were inducted into the Indiana Boxing Hall of Fame. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was. How yes. did that come about? Well, so Chicago and uh, um, Hammond, Indiana are really close to each other. So a lot of the promoters, uh, well, Bobby Hitz, who was a promoter here in Chicago, uh, well, shout out to Bobby Hitz. Uh, I fought on his, uh, uh cards, uh, numerous times and, um, he would put me on and stuff like that. Um, and I would make a lot of fights, uh, in Hammond, Indiana. So he promotes over there across, you know, which is the cross state line, which is only like 30 minutes away, if that, and at the casino. And, um, that's how I, I was able to, to be in the Indiana Boxing Hall of Fame because we fought in Indiana and that's how, that's how it goes. You know, if you fight at least twice or three times in, in the state, you're eligible for, for, uh, you know, induction into their, their Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's really good. No, no, you look, you look very happy at the, uh, you look very happy at the event anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. It was a nice event. Again, you, um, you start realizing the things you did and how, you affected people in, 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 in ways of entertainment or, or the way you behaved towards them when, when you were on top or when you were coming up um, or when you retired. And um, it feels good to, to be recognized and to be admired in the sense of, uh, man, you did this that day. I was so happy for you because then you start realizing other people were happy for you as well that you didn't know about. Right. So that, that makes it, makes it a good feeling that you made other people happy uh, with your fight. 
And, and, and that's a really good sign. And I suppose it adds to the contentment now that you're now feeling that, you know, people did, you know, watch your fights from far from far away, you know? Yeah, and they actually liked them, you know, and they, they were good about it and that they, they had a beer about it or that they betted on me and that they won. Um, so when people come up to me, like, oh, yeah, I bet it with you and you you want me this and that. So I'm, I'm, it feels happy. Um, yeah, there's been a couple of times where they say, hey, man, I bet on you with Pacquiao, man. What happened? I was like, oh, man, you know what? <laughs> Sorry, I, you know. But it, it, it's it's all in good good fun when, when they come up to you and, and you talk about those times and stuff. It's pretty cool. Well, listen, David Diaz, I'm, I'm glad to see you've made a life for yourself after boxing. And thanks for taking the time to chat me on the, on the, on the Rocky Road Rewind. No, well, thank you very much for having me on the show. And to the regular host, congratulations. Get ready for sleepless nights. 